the experience to engage in street activism since the age of 15, I hope to fight for freedom and democracy and let Hong Kongers' voice be heard in the international community. What you just heard was Joshua Wong, 26 years old, in jail, for fighting for democracy and human rights in Hong Kong. At the age of 14, he was already labeled as the poster boy of Hong Kong's protests, according to one of the BBC's articles in 2019. From being persistent at multiple demonstrations, he showed his true passion to help the future generation of Hong Kong citizens to live a life of freedom, equality, and justice from the grasp of China. My name is Donald. My name is Lucius. And my name is Harold. And, and we, we are, are the Oriental, Oriental Thinkers. Thinkers. Where we'll be talking about the activist, Joshua Wong. Who you heard again was Joshua Wong. He was born in Hong Kong and raised in a Lutheran household. He went to the United Christian College early in his life where he worked with several church groups allowing him to grow his organizational and leadership skills. Additionally, he was born with dyslexia and struggled to read and write, and working with these groups allowed him to practice and talk more fluently. One of the biggest influences was his father's social awareness, who gave him the willpower to proceed in demonstrations in the future. Well, do you think this was like kind of when Joshua Wong kind of started to become an activist? Yeah, I believe so because um, you know, as we talked uh, before, the church really helped develop his uh, leadership skills, and these are very essential uh, as we talk more into what he did and the type of protest he's here, he's in. Yeah, so, like I totally agree. Like for example, in like two thousand and ten. Like Hong Kong began implementing this high-speed rail project, uh, which is a system that kind of connected mainland China and Hong Kong. Uh, and this was like the first project to begin merging China and Hong Kong. And Wong has experience in participating and leading other protests, such as during 2014 Hong Kong protests, he mobilized himself during his role in the umbrella movement. It began as a result of pushing for the 2017 elections uh, under universal suffrage in Hong Kong, which gives a right to vote for all adult citizens, regardless of wealth, income, gender, social status, and all that stuff. I see. Well, like, wasn't he also like nominated as the Times Magazine most influential teen in 2014? Exactly. Not only that, but he was also 2014 Person of the Year, according to a Times Magazine. And he was also uh, called the world's greatest leaders by Fortune Magazine and was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in 2017. That's amazing. So, have you guys ever looked into Joshua Wong, like, in the modern day? Uh, yes. During the 2019 protests focused on the Fugitive Offenders Amendment Bill on extradition, Joshua Wong played a major role in leading small riots and protests starting with sit-down and peaceful protests, but slowly escalating into violent brawls between the police and rioters. At first, he was in prison from previous lawsuits, but Joshua Wong was released from prison during the times of the 2019 protests that were caused by the extradition bill. And then he started helping with the protests. This caused him to be arrested again on August 29th, 2019. I see, so he had a lot of involvement with um, Hong Kong protests, but what has he done outside of this? Uh, on the 17th of September, he went and spoke at the US Capitol. He said that the Chinese government should not grab all the economic benefit from Hong Kong while attacking the freedom of its people. He also urged the U.S. Congress to pass the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Geng Shuang responded that the U.S. should not interfere in China's affairs. Well, do you guys know what happened to Joshua Wong recently? Well, since the 2019 protests, 
He's been in prison for his crimes during the protest, but just last weekend, Joshua Wong was re-nominated for his Nobel Peace Prize the end again. Of Hong Kong, uh, after 13th of June, but I think there's no reason for us to give up, especially even Hong Kong is not Hong Kong anymore. But with the spirit of Hong Kongers, I think on the Chinese National Day is still the remarkable day that we have to let the world to know that how we keep on the fight. So Donald, what are some challenges and conflicts that people like Wang face today? Well, they often lack a political platform to present their beliefs and for youth to develop their civic movements. Well, amid this problem, Joshua Wong and Atlas Ting led the pro-democratic political organization, Demosisto. But recently in 2020, Demosisto was forced to shut down under legislation set by China that will criminalize secession, subversion, terrorism, and foreign interference in Hong Kong. Wait, if Demosisto was, was shut down, then... What, what does Joshua Wong do now? Well, it is unsure of what Joshua Wong will continue to do, but he said that he will continue to defend his home until they silence and obliterate him from this piece of land. So what other major conflicts has affected you know, Joshua Wong's uh, pursuit of like freedom in Hong Kong? Well, despite his dedication and contribution towards Hong Kong, Joshua Wong has been convicted and jailed several times. First in 2017, Wong was convicted and jailed for his role in the Civic Square protests at the incipient stage of the 2014 Occupy Central protests. Wong was once again convicted and jailed for failing to comply with the court order for clearance of the Mong Kok protest site during the H Hong HK protests in 2014. He also played a major role in persuading US politicians to pass the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act during the 2019-2020 protests. Ah, I see. Well, has Joshua Wong taken uh, any other political stands apart from just participating in protests? Well, Wong was disqualified by the Hong Kong government from running in forthcoming district council elections. In June 2020, he announced he would be running for legislative council seat in the upcoming election and officially applied on the 20th of July. Before his nomination was invalidated on the 30th of July, along with that of 11 other pro-democracy figures. In December, Wong was convicted and jailed for the third time over an unauthorized protest outside police headquarters. His road towards freedom does not come without challenges or difficulties, but he has continuously shown resilience and strength in his fight for Hong Kong. So here on the podcast, we have Harrison Chua, a huge fan of Joshua Wong, and he's here to ask us some questions about Joshua Wong's life. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So why does Joshua Wong resort to violence? In an interview, Joshua Wong once mentioned that his demonstrations were initially peaceful, but the police had pushed them to their limits and caused them to resort to violence as well. He used the example of August 18th, 2019, where over 1.7 million people gathered to join a peaceful protest and were met by riot police. This is why Joshua Wong stepped up to fight back. Oh, what is this? Mr. Chua just showed me a photo of protesters using um, things around them vandalizing things and also setting fires to many objects. Well, Joshua mentioned that they created barricades and set fires to protect themselves from police brutality and domination. Then he yet again mentioned that all the other violence in during the protest is all out of self-defense. So don't you think the protest like went too far? Well, initially Joshua said no. He said that he thinks they must continue on course to get what we desire. The ultimate goal of Hong Kong people and Joshua Wong is to have to right to vote for their government, essentially a democracy. He then also mentions that Carrie Lam claims that she is open to the voices of the protesters in open dialogue, but when Joshua Wong and his associates sent a letter on the first 
of July, they received no response. Oh, thank you guys. No problem, Mr. Chua. What is Joshua Wong's lasting impact and legacy on the community here in Hong Kong? Well, Joshua's impact and legacy is unsure due to many factors, from being in prison so many times to his questionable protesting techniques. But through his book, Unfree Speech, citizens of Hong Kong and people around the world has a new take on the situation of Hong Kong and insight to the struggles of many citizens of Hong Kong. An important quote from the book is, when we stay silent, no one is safe. When we free our speech, our voice becomes one. Despite his violent ways of protesting, how does Joshua Wong set an example for younger generations in Hong Kong? I mean, it is true that Joshua Wong does use violent techniques, but I think Joshua Wong is an example of a passionate activist that is clearly fueled to fight for what he believes is right. And we can all learn from him to express our beliefs and ideas and not get suppressed by those around us. We should let our voices speak and let them be heard. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast and we hope you learned something new about Hong Kong and Joshua Wong. My name is Donald. My name is Lucius. My name is Harold. And, and we, we are, are the Oriental, Oriental Thinkers. thinkers.